Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Discover It podcast. This is one of your hosts, Ray Randolph. And uh, we're going to have an excellent presentation from Bill this evening. But first, I want to formally introduce you guys to Paul Massengill. He's the reason we're all here today, speaking on these, these topics and these ideas. Paul has his master's and doctorate ABD in psychology. And he has a, a, a genuine love and passion for helping people. He's been my life coach and mentor for over seven years now and has worked with me through some of the biggest obstacles in my life. And he's amazing at what he does. I'm going to bring him on the call and he's going to, he's going to introduce you guys to Bill and give you a little bit of a background on what Bill will be speaking on tonight. A great topic. Um, I think everyone will benefit from. So without further ado, Paul Massinger. Thank you very much, Ray. Appreciate your introduction there. Like uh, uh, Ray was saying, uh, Bill's going to be uh, speaking on the subject of why we seek out, try to seek out acceptance in other people. He's going to talk about eight different areas on how to stop seeking acceptance from other people. And uh, we'll be having the discussion after Bill says this. Bill, you want to go ahead and uh, start your uh, presentation there? Sure. Thank you, Paul. Well, one of the most important things I want you to realize here is that acceptance by another person is not in your control. Acceptance of yourself is within your control. See, there's a human need for acceptance, but it takes a greater toll on those that seek it rather than just being your own self. So I want to talk about eight things you should stop doing to seek acceptance. First one here is stop being afraid to say no. You'll pile more and more responsibilities on yourself. You'll spend money you may not have. You'll take on so much you'll exhaust yourself and then fall in, into negative internal thoughts, uh, the it that we're talking about and discover it. And then you'll be dis- disappointed, one, with yourself, and then your internal thoughts will let you know that the others are disappointed as well. So just stop saying no. Second, is always asking permission. Now, uh, some of us here, uh, we have kids, and, you know, I've had to tell my kids this one. They'd ask if it was okay to get something to drink out of the refrigerator. You know, it's it's a drink. Uh, There's no need to seek permission on everything. It draws down your own confidence and self-worth, and then it shifts importance to the person who's actually asking for it. Thirdly, trying to get compliments from other people. Uh, you know, I think many of us have been guilty of this. I've been one where, oh, look at that. How does the yard look? Or, hey, what do you think? Uh, clean the whole house today. You know, well, all the laundry's folded. Um, but when you do this, all you're going to do is drive yourself into, <laughs> really drive yourself into an early grave trying to seek acceptance through doing all these actions. Next is stop saying sorry for everything. There are those times to apologize, but then there are continual, oh, sorry, let me get that for you. Sorry, I forget, I forgot that at the store. You need to accept that you can't please everybody. Next is trying to do or talk about something you have no knowledge in. You know, uh, I think men are pre- probably more guilty than women when it comes to this. It's like, don't pretend to be someone you aren't. And uh, 
one of the things that you really have to understand is that men should use the directions that come in the box, okay? And then uh, another one is use YouTube for your resources. But lastly, one of the biggest things you should do is just, if you aren't familiar with the subject, just say so. You know, there's, there's no harm, there's no foul. Uh, it's just, if you don't know the subject matter, stay away from it. Next is changing, changing your mind on a matter or a feeling for acceptance. This sits at our self-worth. If you, if you can't speak openly about how you feel, it'll just fester and create more worry. And then further on down the road, it, you'll just create a greater intensity in your internal thoughts. And uh, as Paul's explained before, your internal thoughts only allow you as much as you accept. And you don't want those negative thoughts to rule your mind. Next is agreeing to people's views, but you really don't. Uh, When I talk about that, don't fake it till you make it. You know, if you run into somebody that you like and you have to agree with them to have them uh, accept you. Why are you doing that? You know, you can be kind and diplomatic in in expressing your views and also be cautious with with your words. Some things are better left unsaid, so just, you know, just don't say anything. You know, keep a quiet tongue and just uh, gently listen to what's going on. Next is feeling bad when someone disagrees with you. Don't go on social media if this affects you. <laughs> Society thrives on thumbs up and positive replies. There are too many people in this world, and we're definitely all different. You know, uh, those of you that are out there listening right now, we're all different. We all have different views. We have all, all different uh, matters of worries and things that we're uh, are concerned about in our lives. But, you know, if you uh, don't want people to disagree with you, just don't put it out there. You know, when you're getting out of this accepting, acceptance-seeking mentality, uh, there are just so many fewer burdens you're going to see. Uh, you know, many will realize that you'll worry less. You may actually even have more time. Uh, you'll have more energy to enjoy life. Uh, you'll be disappointed less. It'll also boost your confidence because you're being comfortable within your own skin. And lastly is one of the largest things that a lot of people uh, have is you'll, you can decrease your anxiety. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting avenue that it will drive through. And one of these, there are so many people out there that do seek acceptance from others to make them feel satisfied that, you know, following those points, I think you can really break free of that hold that it has on you. Bill, thank you very much for sharing tonight the eight different areas of uh, how to stop trying to seek acceptance from others. Jody, can you apply that to yourself? and your past and how you have been maybe doing one or or eight of these different areas? Yeah, I can definitely relate to a lot of what Bill was saying. And, you know, acceptance was a big thing for me that I didn't realize for a long time. And I had to go back and start looking at kind of my past and like what kind of habits I picked up and all the things I did 
um, to try to get those acceptance. And, you know, everything from, you know, when, when I, whenever I found somebody was interested in something I was doing, whether they were, um, you know, they kind of liked my hobbies or something like that, it tend to like make me want to do that more. And I always did those things for acceptance, whether it was, you know, buying things or having things or helping people out. And, you know, some of the things that I had were just talents. People were, you know, interested in the talents I had or um, different skills. And when Bill said, you know, difficulty to say no, that was always me because I always wanted people to accept me and I always wanted people to um, like me. So if they needed help, I would always say yes. Or if they needed um, anything, you know, I was always there. And, you know, it makes it difficult sometimes when you say yes to everybody, you don't have time for everything that you may want to do. And when he mentions like permission, I think a lot of that comes from, you know, like having real strict parents or real strict teachers and things like that, where it's like, you know, always be quiet. Don't talk until you're, you know, kids should be quiet. Kids should be um, seen, not heard. Right. And raising your hand in school like that, it kind of lowers your sense of self-esteem a little bit. And it seems like you always have to be like, well, I need permission or if, people don't like me, then they like get left out. And you see that a lot with the bullying and kids and stuff like that. And pretending to be someone you're not, or maybe not so much in a strong sense that most people think about it. But a lot of times um, I used to think of myself as like a chameleon, you know, it's like I could blend in with just about any crowd. I could listen to just about any music and, you know, you kind of adapt your, what, you think makes you happy to the people you're around and you know trying to get uh you mentioned getting people to agree with you or agreeing with other people um and sometimes it's not it's hard to recognize that because for me I didn't really know exactly who I was you know I didn't it wasn't like this is what I believe in but this person doesn't believe in that so I'm just going to kind of go with them it was more of like, okay, I, I understand that. And not really like thinking for yourself, just kind of going with the flow. And I think all those are are real important and to recognize like how I was like seeking acceptance. And I think a lot of the things, um, my dad was real busy when we were growing up, we lived on a farm. And so one of the things I'd always do is, he was always real proud of things that I did. So it kind of got that. I was always looking for that. Hey, I'm proud of you. Or, Hey, that's pretty, pretty cool. Or so I was always doing like extra things or above and beyond and looking for that acceptance and that praise and things like that. And that kind of carried on to all kinds of different hobbies and all kinds of different achievements in order to kind of um, boost who I thought I was and boost kind of, what I thought my self-esteem was without actually really looking at myself and how I viewed myself instead of kind of using everybody else's opinion. Um, so that was a good topic. Thanks, Bill. Thank you very much, Jody, for sharing and how it applies to your life. Um, Ray, uh, how about those uh, eight different uh, topics in your life? Yeah, I can... Um... I can definitely relate to that feeling of seeking acceptance, especially looking back 
in retrospect to my childhood and, you know, younger adult years that uh, I had a hard time saying no. I felt as if I've always needed to be and do what people needed me to do in order to, to have a sense of self, self-worth. For some reason, I've, I wanted people to like me. I had a intense desire to feel accepted, to feel uh, wanted, to feel included. And I derived my own sense of self-worth based on whether or not I was liked or accepted by people around me. It sounds to me almost crazy to say that because I I would have never um, admitted to or acknowledged feeling that way. And sometimes when I think about it, I, I don't believe that I thought like that or that I felt that way. But when I look at my actions and I and I really analyze my behaviors and the emotions that I was feeling at that time and how those emotions were driving my behaviors, it's very much what was going on. And I think that stemmed from from childhood. Like you said, parents, they, they uh, tend to teach kids and instill in kids that they're smaller than a normal human or an adult, that their needs are insignificant, that a child should stay in their own place. So as we grow up, we tend to feel that, or we tend to search for that recognition, for that acceptance, for that validation. And that uh, leads into the stop looking for validations and compliments. I, I can recognize that in myself through my use of social media over the years. I've had to pull myself back from it and kind of redirect my purpose for using social media because for a long time it was finding a cool picture that I could take and that I thought would get in a reaction uh, that I was looking for and then posting it and then monitoring that uh, post engagement to see if I'd gotten the reaction that I was looking for. Um, I know many people that go through that process, they will think they've got a good picture and then they post it and then they spend half of the day sitting around watching as the likes come in and the comments come in for validation that the picture, for one, that the picture is a good picture like they thought it was and even deeper than that, that they're worthy, a a worthy person, that they... um, are important to other people as if as they would like to believe themselves to be. So we're not gaining our self-worth off of who we are as individuals and our uniqueness. We're gauging it off of how many likes we get within a specific period of time, which is uh, very much what, what Bill was saying about social media. And we're in that age where we really base a lot of who we believe we are off of how we interact with others through social media. And social media is only a a very limited view of each person as an individual. I've heard someone say it once before that social media is just 
the best pictures that are the best reflection of ourselves from our own perspective. And then we tend to judge our true selves off of everyone else's best representation of themselves. So people are looking through their pictures and posting the best ones from the best times in their lives. And then we compare our real lives to people's curated portfolio of themselves. And that sets us up for all sorts of insecurity and low self-esteem. Um, changing opinion for acceptance, agreeing to views you don't agree with and feeling bad when someone disagrees, I feel is all tied in to one another and something I experienced for a long period of time. And what I had to do was change my my viewpoint and my perspective on beliefs and back to our uniqueness and our individuality. Our beliefs are based on our experience and our experiences vary. We're all very different people and I had to learn and accept that my views are not always going to be in sync with everyone else's, that that is an unrealistic expectation. And that's what I believe leads to that, that sort of, that feeling of dissatisfaction or only presenting yourself when you believe that everyone else will be in, in agreement, And then when you, when you realize some backlash or some disagreement, you want to go into your shell, you want to run away and hide, and you want to, and you, you tell yourself subconsciously, if not consciously, that you should never do this again. You should, you should really limit sharing your beliefs and your opinions with people because look what could happen. Instead of realizing and creating a healthy expectation that this is perfectly normal and it's okay to happen. And that actually leads to opportunities to learn other people's perspective and kind of understand what might be leading to the conclusions they come to. And then incorporating that into your own understanding and perhaps your own perspective and beliefs is a very empowering process. But we tend to miss out on that by an unrealistic expectation that if I'm worthy of love and acceptance, then everyone will agree with everything I believe and everything that I view from my perspective when that's just, that's, that isn't true for anyone, any one person. And that by holding our opinions and beliefs inside because of that potential backlash, it sets ourselves up for failure and for feelings of insecurity and it prevents our growth. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I've definitely had my share of seeking acceptance and I think we've got to continue our search within because it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing battle. And Although I believe that I've gotten through that as a major challenge in my life, there's always more to be discovered. And as we grow and as we become more 
knowledgeable and and or wise, uh, we tend to discover a new challenge, which is the more subtle nuances of these sorts of difficulties. They can take shape in new ways that tend to escape our feelings of understanding and that we've got it all figured out. So I continue to this day to become aware of times where I may be behaving in a way that is seeking acceptance more than it is seeking understanding or seeking knowledge or growth. And I encourage everyone to do the same. Thanks for sharing, Ray. Appreciate you uh, giving us your explanation on uh, those areas in your life. Appreciate it a lot. And uh, Bill, let's let's look at those eight different uh, things that you should try to do in your life in the the past. Yeah, it's easy to uh, preach on them and then to understand, stop being afraid to say no. Um, I just look at my relationship and how I just kept going to, oh, well, sure, I can do this for you. I'll do this for you. Continue to carry on more responsibilities. And then, you know, the next thing you know, you know, you're starting work at 5 o'clock in the morning and you're going till 9, 10, 10 o'clock at night and you're just killing yourself. And then, uh, and then if you all of a sudden decide to slow down from those, um, I've just seen that, uh, you know, um, that other person that you're not saying no to uh, would expect it all the time, and then it's uh, it can snowball into another negative element of uh, of actually seeking acceptance because, uh, well, then all of a sudden uh, I'm not doing this certain thing, and then it's, uh, well, boy, I can't believe he, well, he doesn't care now. Now he's not doing this. When it's like, you know, you create your own mantra of piling on task after task after task or or job after job, and it just uh, it gets overwhelming. So uh, I've discovered that, um, you know, with weaning this down, because I was very guilty of it, and it killed me. But uh, I've, I've noticed as I've weaned it down, I, have so, I feel like I definitely have more time on my hands, uh, you know, um, I'm getting far better at not worrying about a lot of things. And then also, uh, you know, uh, just really a a decreased uh, set of anxiousness because I'm not uh, not like, I have to, I have to get this done, I have to do this, I have to do that. There's a a mellow balance now, and it's very, very nice to, very nice to feel. Thanks very much, uh, Bill. But not only in our lives, but my life. So for so many years, I did things just like all of us have done uh, all these years in our past, and uh, seeking approval, seeking attention, seeking just someone to notice me. And the more that we grow, the more that we develop our self-acceptance and, and self-esteem, the more that we can see the wrong that we've allowed in our lives. And uh, 
I appreciate each and every one of you being on the, the line today and and uh, enjoy the uh, sessions that we've had. Uh, don't forget, next Monday night at 7.30, uh, call in to 515-604-9538. That's 515-604-9538 with access code 655-145. Every Monday night, and uh, looking forward for each and every one of you to be on the line and, and come and listen to us each and every week. Thank you, and good night.